This is the EWN Podcast Network. Well, hello, and welcome to the Money Without Limits podcast with me, your host, Deborah Daniel. I'm passionate, actually obsessed, about helping people make more money, keep more of what they make, and continuously grow their money. I'm a CPA by trade and an entrepreneur with a 30-year success record as the owner of the Charter Accounting and Tax Firm. I take great pride and pleasure in helping people save money on their taxes and make giant strides in building both personal and business wealth. I have a question for you. When it comes to your area of expertise, how would you define your niche? Do you know what the five key components are to you harvesting a successful business today? I'm thrilled to introduce you to Kim Yancey, recognized as one of the premier marketing and branding experts in North America. We're gonna drill down and really set you on a course to unlocking your riches by clarifying the real power of niche marketing. You're in for a really insightful journey, I promise you. Does that sound like a good idea? Let me tell you more about my guest. Kim Yancey is co-founder, president, and chief marketing officer of eWomen Network, one of the most successful membership business networking communities for women entrepreneurs in North America, with over 500,000 women connected through 118 chapters spread across the U.S. and Canada, and actually worldwide now. Kim is also a gold record-winning composer and producer. In the early seven, in the 70s and early 80s, he was signed to Capitol Records as the drummer and a singer with the legendary funk band Sun which frequently appeared on Soul Train and in sold-out concerts throughout North and South America. He later parlayed his music skills into advertising and launched one of the top multicultural advertising agencies in the United States. Along the way, Kim wrote award-winning commercial jingles, receiving more than 200 awards for creative excellence. Kim is the creator and executive producer of The Glow Project, a powerful film that is heralded across North America as one of the most inspiring movies ever created for women, according to the Orlando Film Festival. Kim is recognized as one of North America's premier marketing and innovation thought leaders. With a legacy of successful ventures, he brings a wealth of passion, creativity, and business savvy to his many interests and ventures. Kim, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, Deborah, it's a pleasure to be here with you. I'm really looking forward to our time together. Oh, me too. Me too. Let's begin. How do you define a niche? Yeah. So, you know, a, a niche is a smaller segment of a larger segment. All right. Think of it like, you know, the the ocean down to the big lakes, down to, you know, the small ponds. But it's, you know, it, it, it's a smaller segment of a larger segment of business or opportunity. But I also like to think of a niche as um, the problems you solve. I mean, everything's driven by our ability to solve a problem, to help someone think through and provide a solution. So the, the biggest thing is, um, as, you look at, as you look at this is, you know, what is it that you do that you love? Now you hear this all the time. People say things like follow your passions and, and you know, cause if, 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 you know, if you're doing what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And it is true, but, I, but I've come to realize that it's not about just following your passions because there's a lot of us that have passions, but our actions take us down another path. Exactly. Exactly. That's so true, Kim. I speak to so many women entrepreneurs, all kinds of entrepreneurs and, and people. I mean, passion does not always equal profit. I mean, and, and the reality is 
you know, I mean, life isn't about money, but business kind of is. So we really need to make sure that that passion is being profitable. And I think you're hitting the nail on the head with the niche situation. You can't be everything to everyone and make any money. You know, it's so so interesting, Deborah. My sister who uh, lives in Cincinnati, Ohio, and she had a phenomenal career at Procter & Gamble. And I remember when she was at Procter & Gamble and we were talking one day and she shared with me what her real passion in life was. And I said, what's that? She says, well, I want to, I want to have, I want to own an aerobics studio. I'm like really into fitness and aerobics. And that's really what I want to do. Uh, but she's got this full-time gig at Procter and Gamble and, and doing great work there. But w- what was interesting was that she expressed her passion for it, but nothing in her daily activities was going down that path. You follow me? <laughs> and so you got to be careful with this is my passion. Yeah, but you're doing nothing about it. You're doing nothing about your passion, you know? And so I tell people specifically when it comes to your niche is, first of all, what, what do you love doing, you know? Um, and now, not only do you love doing it, but you're really good at it. So you love it and you're really good at it. And the other thing is, do people want this thing that you're really good at? <laughs> exactly. You know? Do they want it and can they pay for it? I always and, say. <laughs> and can, yes. And I think you're dead on. It's like, will they pay for it? You know what I mean? Because, you know, my, my father used to tell me something different. It was really, really um, kind of pr- profound. And, and it was all around the notion that, you know, it, it's it's great that you think it's special. But if your customer doesn't think, think it's special, if your customer doesn't, doesn't think that it's a great deal or, or affordable, it's not going to happen. So those things have to be in alignment. So when I exactly. talk about- And it also, I think, has to be something that not only will they pay for, but is, I mean, that they can pay for, but it's something that solves some kind of a problem that that, that they will pay for because they may have the money for it, but if they don't see the need for it, even if you're 100% passionate about it, I mean, there's just so much to it. But I mean, the niche thing, I think, really solves a lot of that. Well, I mean, listen, today we don't have a choice when it comes comes to your niche, uh, because right now people are bombarded with just thousands and thousands of messages. Deborah, just think back, you know, before we have, I mean, I, I don't even know how many television channels we can access anymore. I mean, you know, we'll never get to all the different TV stations, right? All the different radio stations. Now you take that and, and take a market like podcasts, like what people are doing right now with us, listening to a podcast, they are just inundated with opportunities for information and strategies. This is why taking your niche and what I call niching it down. In other words, you know, getting, thinking about what are the core things that only you can do that really separate your product or service, your point of view, your unique way that you do something that stands out, that, that, that pierces that veil that, you know, people now can remember you because you haven't presented yourself with these 15 things you do. You've narrowed your niche down to these core components that happen to align with your love and passion, and you're really good at it. They want it, and they want to pay you for it. So, so really, I, I've got three big niche questions. Can I, can I share these with you? Sure, please do. So here's what I tell people. Okay, what, what's your dream business? Like, kind of just visualize that for yourself. You know, what's yours, Deborah? What is your dream business? 
My dream business is actually really helping people make the money that they should be making in their business because they're doing the right thing, the right things in the right order. And it gives them the lifestyle that they want. I am truly, I mean, I've been doing this for almost three decades. I mean, I am a entrepreneurial junkie. I love it. And I want women especially to be making more money. And I think it is the absolute best way to create wealth for you and your family and your community. I mean, if you're not creating enough profit to cover your monthly expenses and including creating a, a legacy that then you're, then something's wrong. That's the ideal business for me is to hold people's hands to make that happen. Okay. I love that. Now let's take it a step further and now visualize it. Now, now you're in it, you're doing it. Visualize what that would look like, Deborah. What would that look like doing what oh. you do? Oh, wow. I mean, that would actually look like, I mean, I've been doing it, like I said, for almost 30 years, um, a lot one-on-one. -on -one. I'm trying to figure out strategies that I can spread this information more, I mean, to more people. I mean, because it's it's really, there's not a mechanism in our educational system for people to understand about money. And if I can just teach more people about money, because I do feel like money is the answer to a lot of the stuff. I mean, you know, a lot of the social issues that are out there, I personally feel like would be solved if everybody had enough resources. So, I mean, that's to me, it would look a, a way that I am able to spread this information in a, in a better way. So in bigger groups, not to just one-on-one -on -one. and I mean, impact more people at, over at, at the same time. Okay. So I love this because what, what, what Deborah and I are doing right now is exactly how I want you to think about your business. Cause I'm going to push her. We're going to go a little further. So Deborah, when I say, when I talk about, okay, now you've got this cause you, you get the right passion, you get the right meaning. You are exceptionally good at what you do. All right. So taking it to the next step and going deeper. And this is this part of niching down is the delivery system. So for you, there are a couple of things that you put in place. You got a killer new website. You've got great videos on YouTube. You've got four dynamic programs on your website. You see what I'm talking about? In other words, you, you have identified and said, this is who I am. This is what I do. And, and here's my passion behind what I do. Now you've got to go to that next part of, all right, now I've got to, I've got to, I've got to get the word out. I've got to, I've got to send out a message that resonates with people. And this is all part of that niching down. What is that message? What does it sound like? What does it look like? You see all that stuff plays plays into it, into, you know, the next step, which you're, in your particular case, you're doing it. The other thing, Deborah, is the, uh, among these, what I call the three big niche questions are, what's the problem you're uniquely qualified, qualified to solve? So Deborah, I'm going to ask you, what's the problem you're uniquely qualified to solve? Well, I think the problem is, is actually making making more money in your business. A lot of people are doing, I mean, they're doing right. the activities, right? right. I mean, sometimes just in the wrong order. But I mean, if again, I, I have been doing this for so long and I see so many people that are working 120 hours, you know, for themselves a week to avoid a 40 hour gig. And they're not even making anywhere close to that amount of money. There's something wrong with that. Okay. I mean, Let me take from a, 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 common sense <laughs> um, reality that doesn't make sense 
Right. So now let me take you from, from, from on the other side of this. So what I'm going to say, and if, if it, it to help Deborah just continue this niche down, is she's uniquely qualified because she's been an entrepreneur for 30 years. This woman has studied and practiced and coached people to success for over 30 years, millions and millions and millions of dollars that she's had to help people manage, help them position correctly, help them to set up their taxes correctly. There is nobody like Deborah Daniels when it comes to understanding your unique tax income uh, profit strategy better than her. Do you, you see where I'm going, Deborah? Yes. How you continue to, you, you get, the question is you continue to niche down. And this is something while, Deborah and I are talking about this. This is something for every single one of your listeners to know that, you know, you have to, and I, you know what, the thing that I find is most people, it's so hard to be your own trial judge and jury of who you are and what you do. And that's why sometimes it's so good to, to even talk to your customers and say, you've been working with me for two years, three years, five years, whatever it is. Why do you work with me? What is it that I do that that is you know that um, connects with you the most, that satisfies you the most, that makes you the happiest with me? Do you see what I mean? That's part of the niching down process to get to you know the problem that you're exactly because then you've got to figure out what are the who are the people that are getting the most success from what you do, who are resonating with your message the most. I mean, it, what do you what, what do you think? What do you say, Kim? When Sometimes I try to talk to, you know, because part of my helping clients is helping them make more revenue, right? So we mm-hmm. are talking about who's your ideal customer and what is your right. niche and those kind of things. But what I get a lot of times, and I hear this in networking as well, people don't want to be specific. They're like, I help everyone with skin. Well, no, that doesn't work. Yeah, yes. But your fear is what if I lose business by niching? How do you respond to that? You've already lost it. <laughs> you've already lost it. You, it isn't about I'll lose business because of. No, you've already lost it because they they have tuned you out. You you are too much of a journalist. Now you go to someone and say, I I work with skin, and specifically, I I work with women with oily skin. I work with women who have dry patches. I do you, you understand? Exactly. Uh, exactly. I, I especially work with women o- over forty because women have unique. Their skin situation is different than women in their twenties and their thirties. So my area of specialization is women over forty, women with oily skin, women with dry patchy skin, women who are starting to have some scaling issues uh, on their arms and some other areas. These are the areas where I'm a specialist. See what I just did? And, and, and that's why it's so important that when you're talking to someone that you're paying attention and you're, you're really what I call wide-eyed and paying attention to what they're saying. Right, uh, right. And it, also, don't you think it's too, you're not, it's not saying you won't work with someone that's in their 30s because they're, they don't have those situations and your, and your product can help them. It's just you want to make sure, this is my understanding, what I try to tell people, and I mean, you're the guru, but I mean, it's not like you can't work with those other people, but you want your ideal client to hear what you're saying and immediately raise their hand and say, that's me. Well, it, it, first of all, it saves you a lot of time. Second of all, you're going to get people who will pay you more because you're a specialist. I mean, it, 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 you will never get everybody. You will never get everybody. I mean, it's just not going to happen. You know, even Amazon won't get everybody. Right. I mean, <laughs> and, and the reality is you can't serve everybody. I mean, I yeah. can't, I mean, what are there almost 8 billion people on the planet? I can't help 8 billion people. I can't even talk to that many. <laughs> well, well, you also hit on, uh, you know, as I was, I was talking about my three big niche questions. The last one is who do you want to solve it for? 
I'm, I mean, think about that. Let's take your business. So we'll go back to you again. All right. Here you've got, you know, you're, you're speaking, you're educating, you know, but the question becomes, who do you want to solve it for? Who is it? So just share some of that with us. Who, well, who are I mean, to me, you- I mean, and this is just, I mean, having been an entrepreneur for nearly 30 years in the financial services industry, you know, I do financial planning, I do taxes. It's a pretty much male dominated field. It still is even today. I mean, when I go to, you know, big conferences and things like that, women are still a minority in, in this, in this area. I do feel like the conversation, the verbiage, the, the emotion, the things that go along with people's money is different for women. And so I've chosen, I mean, not that I don't have a ton of men clients and I, and I love my men clients. I have a lot of couples that I do their individual stuff with, but I do feel like because I am a woman, because I have lived in a man dominant, male dominated world, I do feel like that I uniquely can speak to the woman entrepreneur. Hmm. So I'm going to underline the word want. Who do you want to solve it for? So one, the female entrepreneur. Number two, um, is it a certain age group do you find that you find over and over again that you find that with women typically between this age demographic tend to be more of my ideal clients. Uh, are they investing money? Are they, inv- are they uh, um, typically married? Uh, is it, you know, or a woman who's making decisions for her, for her business herself. Do you see where I'm going with sure, this? Exactly. I love that. Yes, exactly. You know, the, the, the clearer that you can be in terms of what it is that you love to do, what is, and not only do you love it, that you're good at it, who do you want to serve? What is the unique problem that you saw? The more you can answer those questions, it, it, your niche will identify itself. And don't be afraid. And, and I love what you said earlier, um, Deborah. And that was, it doesn't mean that you can't serve people outside of your niche. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is, where's the gold? Where is the gold? Where do you, instead of having, instead of talking to, let's say, 10 people and one person says yes to you, talk to 10 people who are your ideal clients and get eight people saying yes to you because you have niched yourself down to, um, to attract the right, the right people. And Deborah, I'll tell you, I, I love what I call conversation research. And, you know, um, where you're, you're, you're just having a casual conversation with someone, but your questions are really pointed. These are really good too when it comes down to your niche is that when you've got very pointed questions, if I'm, if, 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 if I'm, I'm you, you know, I do want to find out. So do you have your own business? And someone says, uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Oh, great. What kind of business is it? You see what I'm, this is just conversation research. What kind, well, I have a manufacturing business. Oh, and, and you get into what kind, how long you've been doing that. You know, tell me about some of your challenges. You, you can identify your niche and build your relationship with those that are, quote, ideal customers by great conversational research. Exactly. And don't you think that really helps you in knowing like the activities to be doing? I mean, if you're, I mean, I love to speak. I speak all the time. I'm speaking on two virtual events this week. I mean, you want to make sure that you're speaking to the people that actually are your, you know, are your ideal clients. I mean, if, if I go and speak to a a lot of corporate people, I'm, I'm not probably going to have as much, you know, success in, in moving people along in, in, 
the process with me or getting to be deeper in my situation. I really am looking for entrepreneurs because those are, in my opinion, people that I can help the most. Yes, of course, I can help someone that works at a company. I could look help them with their 401k. I could help them with their taxes. I can help them just with overall money knowledge. But the reality is I can't help them a ton. Nope. Um, so and because it makes sense for me to be speaking there, right? Yeah. And, if I know and, my and, niche, I can speak at the right place. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 and by the way, because you can help them doesn't mean that you should. I don't mean right. that. And I don't mean that like, <laughs> you know, because the E-Women Network is all about giving first, sharing all. But I'm talking about as it relates to the growth of your business and where you want to take it. You know what I mean? Right. So because the so, thing is, I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, I'm all about resources. I mean, trying to help money people with money. But when we really want to get serious, the biggest resource that most of us waste is time. And we right. can't get that back. We can always earn some more money. So we yeah. might as well be focused on the thing that gets the best ROI, which is one of the things, everything that I do is about return on investment. It doesn't always mean a check. It may mean a deeper relationship. It may mean, you know, more buying myself more time. It may mean, you know, making myself healthier or, you know, feel better or whatever. But everything you do really has to have an ROI. So why not increase that ROI by spending time with the people that really you can help? And that really you can't do without knowing what that niche is. That's exactly right. So, you know, you want to ask your ideal customer what they are struggling with. I will tell you, it is so important in those conversations that you, in building your niche and identifying your niche. And and more than anything, if you've got a journal or something where you can write down kind of like your customer avatar, like, you know, my, uh, my ideal customer, what are they struggling with the most? What is it? You know, just list those things as they relate to what you want to bring to their life whether it's a customer service or, or whatever. And the other thing is, um, it, it's good. If you're thinking about starting a business too, is, um, if you were to create a service, you know, what do you find that most people need help with? So let's take your accounting business. You know, Deborah, I bet if you took out a piece of paper and you, and you wrote down, what's the number one reoccurring issue I see over and over again, Ding! That's number one on your list. Exactly. The, the, the number one thing they need the most pro- the most help with. What's the number two thing that occupies most of your time and 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 where you find that people fall down or have the greatest struggle? Struggle. You see what we just did right exactly. there. Personally, I don't know that you need to go beyond two. Uh, I think if you handled one and two issue, the number one and number two issue of your customers' needs, you just did it. I mean, you are really starting to niche down and understand, you know, what's needed. And, you know, the other thing is, is, is to really get a handle on what they'd be willing to pay, you know, understanding, you know, and, and these are things sometimes you've got to test. And, you know, over the years, you've, you've established in your particular case, Deborah, certain pricing structures, right? Sure, exactly. I work a lot with clients on that, because there's a, there's a, there's a lot of ways to price, to price. And that's hugely part of your profit situation. I mean, um, you know, I have clients that want, I mean, that are, especially women, I mean, I don't want to generalize, but are kind of beating themselves up for not making the profit that they want to make. But when you tool down into what they're doing, you know, there's 2000 hours in a, you know, theoretically, if you're just working a 40 hour and we know entrepreneurs don't do this, but if you're just working 40 hours a week, that gives you about 2000 hours. Right. And if you're, whatever you're doing, doesn't generate, everybody wants that magic six figure business. Right. Well, if you aren't averaging $50 an hour at 2000 hours, you can't make a hundred thousand. And these poor 
women, men too, are beating themselves up because they're not making their numbers when mathematically it just doesn't even work out. It's like you're not even selling. So then we have to look at pricing. We have to look at how can we package this? How can we, you know, do this differently? How can we go from a one-to-one kind of pricing structure to a one-to-many? Um, all those things are so, so important that most people are too busy fulfilling what they have sold that they don't have a t- chance to really look at that, those kind of things. Oh, absolutely. So, so, so Deborah, I'm going to give you the five keys here. I'm going to, okay, good. all right. So th- as it relates to uh, growing your niche, the, the riches are in the niches, believe me, it, 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 and never has it been truer. And by the way, it's never going to reverse back. It's going to continue to become more specialized, more specialized as, uh, as our culture evolves. I mean, all right. 80% of success is showing up by niching down. Okay. I, you know, clarity is paramount. No one can be you, but you, you have to understand right from the beginning, right from the moment you start talking to people, there's only one you. So one of the best differentiators is that no one can replicate and duplicate your personality, your energy, your vibe, you know, your smile, what you bring to the table. All right. That is a huge huge benefit that you get to bring to the table. You've got to be super clear about your value proposition. So, you know, the more you can niche it down to, this is the area that I focus in when it comes to, again, because we're talking, Deborah, because of my accounting practice, I work with entrepreneurial women. There, There are some key areas that I find that women struggle with over and over again. And I focus on the top three areas that impact them making more, keeping more, investing more, you know, that kind of thing. So clarity is paramount. No one can be you, but you be super clear about your value proposition. Now, Deborah, 85% of success is showing up by niching down and standing out in your niche. I cannot even begin to emphasize the importance of standing out. You know, and, and you know, full disclosure, I've known, Deborah, how long have we known each other? Oh gosh, about a decade now. Okay. So I, in eWomen Network, I have a program called Celebrity Science that we launched about five years ago. And Deborah had heard about this, and um, Deborah became one of our celebrity science clients. And, and the thing that she's done, and I want to emphasize this to everyone, is, is go to DebraDaniel.com. Go see, first of all, how Deborah's showing up on her platforms. Go and look at her Facebook, her Instagram, her LinkedIn. Um, go to YouTube, just put in Deborah Daniel, and you'll see these videos. In other words, where people blow it, Deborah, over and over and over again, is they have such unbelievable inconsistencies across all of their platforms. The left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. And their communication of their message isn't clear and who they're trying to communicate with and why they're, are they trying to communicate with them from the standpoint of what's in it for the customer. Are they providing value? You, you have done a phenomenal. I mean, you've really jumped into this and across all your platforms, the communication is actually, I'm going to, I'm going to say it. It's like a gold standard. Like, (laughs) I mean that, I mean that from the standpoint that everybody needs a benchmark and everyone needs to do a self-assessment of where they are with their messaging, branding, all of that. But so niching down and standing out in your niche is absolutely paramount. You, you must be impressive. 
I, I, that's so true, Kim. I mean, because the thing is, I mean, pre, I mean, before I even encountered eWomen Network about a decade ago, I was doing the same thing that I'm doing now, but I was just serving the lo my local community, kind of my little, you know, regular people. But you know, people don't know who you are if you don't have a presence, right? And um, I can't even tell you how much just having that consistent, you know, vibe throughout everything, people are not confused. I mean, I have people saying, oh, somebody told, I have people that I had no idea where they were coming from reaching out to me to speak for them now. That was not happening when I didn't have that consistent brand and that I wasn't really clear on my messaging. Yeah, I mean, I am so in love with your positioning, you know, all of your touch points, you know, again, the website, your YouTube channel, uh, you know, collateral that you're developing, uh, your social media. And I know you're going to be moving into campaigns. I know that, you know, Deborah's in the middle of her whole strategy for next year and, and, and the different live events and things she's going to be doing. But the key here is when other people come looking for you, they decide they want to check you out. You really want their jaw to drop. I mean, you really do. I mean, that should be your goal. I want their jaw to drop, drop because I am so I'm presenting such an impressive representation of who I am and what I stand for and what I'm about. Exactly. Okay. 90% of success is showing up by niching down, standing out and showing up consistently. Consistency is is everything. I promise you, Deborah, and your viewers, if McDonald's could do it with one commercial, they would. <laughs> if Starbucks could do it with one ad, they would. They can't. Coca-Cola can't. I mean, these are the best known brands in the world. And guess what they do? They're consistently showing up with their message, with their marketing, uh, you know, guarding their niche, guarding their territory. You know, emotionally, I want to encourage you to own, completely own your category and know that you're the best in that category. Now, you might be saying, but I'm not. I need you to change your frame of reference. I need you to know that, first of all, they don't have you. All right, you're number one. They don't have you. And it's so important that you present with enthusiasm and energy and consistently be in front of your prospects. Now, when I was with Capitol Records, Deborah, we had a recording deal. And I remember being on Soul Train and our records playing in cities all over the country. So as an entrepreneur, you know, it's really easy to say, gosh, you know, I can't get a record deal. I can't get that kind of, well, you actually, you can in a completely different way. What we're doing with you, Deborah, as you know, is we're using YouTube. YouTube is our platform. That's no different than CBS or NBC. Only they're going to, only they won't let you on or they're going to make you come to the table with millions of dollars in sponsors or they're going to want you to write a big check to give you 30 minutes on CBS at uh, four o'clock in the morning. I'm, the point that I'm making is YouTube for entrepreneurs is a platform to allow you to, to distribute your expertise, to build a niche, to create this, this, what I call, I like to refer to it as a love affair between you and the audience you're seeking to have a relationship with. You know, people can't fall in love so with great you. is the times now. I mean, is we really, I mean, we don't have to be on NBC, CBS or whatever, CNN or whatever to get that, to get that. You know, what brings to mind when you're saying this, Kim, though, I think is something that people don't realize as well is 
and I don't want to get us off topic, but if you think this is important at this time, the kind of the difference between branding and personal branding, you know, you have a brand, like my brand is charter accounting. My brand is women's well secrets, but the personal branding of Deborah Daniel is separate. And do you, how important do you think that is in niching to people? Well, I think it depends on what you want to do in your particular case you're being presented as a personality on top of charter accounting. In fact, your personal brand at some level is far overshadowing, overshadowing your corporate brand. Your corporate brand's already got X number of business coming into it. By you showcasing yourself as an expert, as a thought leader in this category, there's a spinoff where charter accounting gets more business anyway. They get it anyway. But, but we're raising the flag with you because of your personality and you bring a unique essence to this category. You bring a, you're able to fill a void in this category that no one else is doing, not the way you're doing it. So these are the things that you evaluate. These are the things, you know, if you are, Focusing on your quote company brand, and you don't want to say speak like Deborah, or do the kind of webinars and some of the different programs that she's doing, then then personal branding won't be the way to go for you. However, it has nothing to do with the fact that your company brand, whatever that might be, still needs the consistency. It needs to show up. Right. If you're if you're not speaking on behalf of your brand, the question to ask yourself is who would who would you suggest should. Like who is a better advocate for your brand and what you're about than you? I think that the, where, where I see this as well, Kim, is like people that are with like companies, like, I mean, like that are, say they're a financial advisor with Edward Jones or whatever, say they're with a, you know, just a company. I think for them, it is really important to personally brand themselves because what makes them any different or like I owned an Allstate agency at one time, what made that different? Are my Allstate agency different from every other Allstate agency? I think in everything, there is an element of personal branding as well. I mean, especially if you're affiliated with some of the bigger names, don't you think? Oh, oh, oh without question. And, and I don't want to give you guys the impression that you can, what I say, relax on your, your brand. I, I, what I really meant was if you're growing at a higher, like what I call prime time level, like Deborah, she's, she's got much bigger sites in terms of her imprint of what she wants to do nationally and internationally. But to your point, Deborah, you, you, your brand, let me say this a different way. Branding is taking place in your life, whether you want it to or not. Okay. You, you might say, well, yeah, Kim, I, I don't have a brand and I don't get all caught up in that. Well, then you've got the I don't have a brand. I don't get all caught up in that brand. That's what you've got. That's what you've got. You know, I mean, it's you're branded it's, by default. If you don't you, choose to grab you, it and take it by the horns, you're going to be branded by someone else. <laughs> you, you just said it, Deborah. You're branded by default. Now, let me tell you what that looks like and feels like. I'm telling people about my business, but no one's buying from me. I'm out here and I'm doing some networking, but no one, no one seems to want my card. It, was, it shows up by the inactivity that customers aren't engaged and it's really easy to think that it's something else when it's really your own personal presentation and the consistency behind what you do. You're just not there. You can't dabble at this. You just, it just no national brand or any emerging brand can survive and be effective if they're just dabbling at this. Well, you know what comes to mind in thinking of this as well? It kind of is a difference between push and pull. Yeah. To me, 
since we've done all this branding, I feel like there's, there's like people are attracted. There's like a pull towards me instead of me pushing my marketing, pushing my message out to people. They're kind of, when you've got the right niche, when you've got the right brand, your, your presence pulls people to you. You're not having to push your ideas onto people. Does that, you see, does that kind of make sense in the whole thing? Oh, no, no, no. You're you're totally right. And there's a comfort that, that, that is created. Deborah, just take our relationship. You knew about celebrity science for years before you got into celebrity science. Do you understand? Exactly. Celebrity science didn't stop. We continue to do what we did, but, but it's, what is it? It's familiarity. It's trust. It's comfort. It's, you, you follow me? Yes. And the same thing with you. It, it's going to happen. There'll be people that will become clients of yours or who will hire you a year from now because of what you're doing today. Because of what you're doing today. They remember you. I, I've been watching you. I've been seeing you. I'm, I'm following you. All these things happen. That's right back to your consistency. That's, yes. that's, I mean, you're showing up. You're showing up multiple times. You're showing up saying the same thing. I mean, that's what confuses people. When I'm out networking, sometimes people, every time you hear them at a networking event, they're talking about something else. You're like, oh, my God, what does this person even do? Yeah, what you is know? this person? Exactly. <laughs> you, are so, you are so right. And it's also the, the, the one I hope. I hope you're not the one. I, don't, I know you're not, but I hope our listeners, you're not the one that has four businesses on your card. You know what I mean? No, that's, no. You know what I mean? That's Wait, the, let me fig- figure out which card I'm going to give you. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's the wrong card. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull out this hat, right? So let me just say, if you do have that and you do have different cards for different situations, just have that card ready. <laughs> so you, so you don't pull out when you're representing today. <laughs> don't pull out the wrong one. Okay. So, so just, just recap 90% success is showing up by niching down, standing out and showing up consistently, consistently. All right. This is something as it relates to your consistency that um, I, I, I really hope that this sinks in. Your repetition is your reputation. Okay. Let me say that again. The frequency behind people seeing you, being touched by you, getting information for you is your reputation. So if you're not doing that, you have no reputation. They don't know who you are. Out of sight, out of mind. So seek platforms that expand your reach and your popularity. The fact of the matter is digital media is where everything's going. Video, where everything's going. So just keep that. Your repetition is your reputation. Now, Deborah, 95% of success is showing up by niching down, standing out, showing up consistently, and delivering value that your customers care about. This is key. You can think, well, I, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I'm, I'm, I'm giving them you know, the service and the products that I think are special that they should care about. At the end of the day, it only matters that the value that is being provided is value that your customers care about. It's imperative that they're giving you kudos. It's imperative that they're saying, Deborah, gosh, I don't know what I would do without you. I mean, it's imperative that they're saying to the, to the makeup person or the interior designer or the web designer, oh my gosh, I'm so glad. I'm so, this is wonderful. I couldn't be more thrilled. You know, it's just so important that you hear your customers giving you what I call glowing feedback. And, 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 and because, because this is part of it, you know, it, 
you know, with the best of intentions, you can, you, with the best of intentions, you can provide a value that you think is important to them, but it's important to you. But you know what? It wasn't that important to them. There was something else that was more important to them. It might be something as simple as you're really good at, at calling them and checking in, letting them know where things are. Hey, listen, so let you know, you know, um, that uh, we had planned on having this for you on Wednesday. It uh, looks like we're going to have it ready on Tuesday. I mean, you know, right, I mean, right. the yeah, more- that's so important. It really is one of the things when, you know, when I talk about ROI, of, I mean, it's not all about the money. It, there's something extra. I mean, like I actually just got an email this morning because someone emailed me yesterday, got an IRS letter or something like that. And we had already handled something that we knew was going to be coming up. So I emailed him back like at nine o'clock last night, just because it's on my phone and I don't, you know, mind being, you know, I can not look at it if I don't want to. Right. But I emailed him back and said, Hey, we've already taken care of that. We knew this was coming. And I had an email in my, in my email this morning saying, thank God I slept last night because of that. I would have worried all weekend long until I saw you Monday. I can't thank you for saving my butt today. And all the other times, this is a client I've had for probably 25 years. And he always is just awesome anyway, but it was just so nice to, I mean, that didn't make me any more money, but I felt great about helping him and him, you know, saying, Hey, I slept last night because I saw that email. Thank you. (laughs) No, I I mean, I mean, Totally. I, I couldn't agree with you more. So just keep that value that your customers care about, you know, that it matters to them. So you need to be touching your targeted niche audience at least two times per month, at least two times per month. Once a week is best. I'm going to I'm going to really encourage you to host your own TV experience and share your expertise. When I say host your own TV experience, I'm talking about content on YouTube. Again, it's a platform. You have to pay for the platform. You just have to make sure that what you're putting on it is effective and is good. You know, um, you want to be launching, you know, a webinar or a challenge once a quarter. You want to host a podcast. Deborah started, you know, with her podcast. You know, it's all about creating these touch points, these ways for your customers and future customers um, to, to, to engage with you. And again, for them engaging is some, sometimes just listening to you, just seeing you and seeing that you're doing really positive things, you know, um, and you're, as, as I mentioned earlier, you're being impressive to them. All right. Okay. You ready for the 100% success? Yes. It takes? All right. 100% of success is showing up by niching down, standing out, showing up consistently, delivering value that your customers care about. And here we go by evolving and innovating. You will always be evolving. You will always be innovating. We're not, I mean, <laughs> look, look at all the products and services around us. You're going to be innovate. You can't, you can't be stagnant. My wife, Sandra is really popular for talking about it. Even when you're on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. I mean, you can't just <laughs> sit on the track. So you, exactly. so, so, so you, you, you're evolving and you're innovating your processes. You know, the things you do, the way you do things, the new products you present, the new, the new problems that you solve, because our, our problems move with us, right? You know, our problems move, move with us. It's just a fact of light. It's just, it's part of our human experience. We're going to have problems as humans. 
you know? Exactly, exactly. I and, mean, we're going to have situations that, I mean, that we're not going to be able to control, like what's going on right now with, with COVID. But if it wasn't, the, the, the thing is, we've got to get, I mean, it's so important to have things like the basics of your business, like the niche and your systems and all those in place. Because the thing is, if it's not COVID, it was the 2008, you know, um, financial crisis. It was, you know, the 2000 and 2001 tech bubble. It was 9-11. It was, you know, there's always going to be outside things. I mean, so we have, I mean, we have to have these basics, these fundamentals, which I think people want to skim over a lot of the time, really locked in because there's always going to be another COVID. There's always going to be another financial crisis. There's always going to be something, you know, that, that changes things. And we've got to have, I mean, if you've got this consistency and you're showing up and, and all, I mean, that's going to get you out of this faster, right? Yeah. And these are simple things. Have you said, have you heard me say anything that's complicated, Deborah? Nope. That's the thing I say about it all the time. Business is super simple. It's just not easy to do all the things you need to do. <laughs> and, and you have, and, and you've got to be disciplined, you know? So, I mean, so listen, evolution and innovation, it's not an option. You must evolve and innovate the customer experience. You, 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 you have to, the colors. I mean, right now I'm redoing my house. Nothing's wrong with my house. I'm updating it. You know, people are updating their homes. This is a this is what they call a um, a remodeling boom right now across our country, right? <laughs> people. Oh, are I know. I like, heard there's like a lumber shortage or something. <laughs> exactly. You know, they're, they they are evolving and and innovating. Networking and diversity will always be an essential component to evolution and and innovation. Okay, new ideas stimulate thinking that will invigorate your business. So, you know. Network, you know, I'm going to tell you, one of the single greatest business development activities you can get, you can engage in is networking. Networking uh, is one of the reasons, 20 years, we started eWomen Network 20 years ago. I mean, it's all about networking the right way where you go to give, you go to share, you meet people, people fall in love with you, they, they want to do business with you, but more importantly, I think one of the greatest things I know with what we do with eWomen Network, Deborah, and you've, you've been a member all this time. You're platinum, in, fa- in fact. Yeah, and actually, I was the managing director of the Atlanta chapter for a, a, years, exactly. <laughs> ran, a, ran a phenomenal chapter, but you know what, Deborah? Isn't it amazing that the the events and the things you that you go to uh, relative to networking that you always get ideas you always something new just exactly that you hadn't Sometimes thought about i mean there's never going to be like unless you're doing a vendor thing or something you're not going to walk out of a networking event with a check and i mean and that's when i remember when i was a managing director people would be like i'm gonna not i'm gonna change my i'm gonna let my membership go because i'm not making any sales i'm like well one i look back and see that they only showed up one time out of the past year so i'm like okay well there you go right there but the thing is sometimes the more valuable things are did you find a resource that you need or you find out what you do a little market research and you find out what customers are looking for and or you find out what your competitors are doing there's so much more to it than i mean if if people think they're going to walk in and walk out with a sale and a check in their hand they're they're wasting their time exactly they're wasting their time so in summary is uh 100 of success just remember there's five keys to this showing up by niching down standing out showing up consistently, 
delivering value that your customers care about and by evolving and innovating. That's my story, Deborah. That I'm is sticking so with awesome. It. That, I mean, <laughs> um, you, I just love, I mean, I am a student of business. I'm a student of entrepreneurship. I'm a student. I mean, I consume this kind of information like candy. And this has been some awesome, wonderful information. And I'm so glad to be able to share it with my audience. Um, Again, thank you so much for coming today. For those of you that um, enjoyed the show, make sure to check check in again. If there's anything it, that you heard here that you um, feel like it was a value to you, I'd love for you to comment and you know reach out to me. My best way to be reached is through my website, which is DebraDaniel.com. And you can always email me directly, Deborah at DebraDaniel.com. I'll be glad to, um, to respond to you. I do respond to all my comments myself. And if there's any, if you check out my website, I have tons of programs and resources. If you're looking for a way to make more, keep more, and grow more, I have those answers for you. And for those of you that um, want to join me again, until next time, make more, keep more, and grow more money. And if anyone asks you why, you tell them that Deborah Daniel told you. I love that. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you, Kim. Ask yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.